Thanks for listening to this sermon recording from Liberty Family Church in Hillsville, Victoria, Australia. All of our sermons are available for free online, and we encourage you to subscribe to our sermon podcast through iTunes or by clicking the button on our website. If you'd like to know more about what it means to follow Jesus, or would like more information about our church, head to www.libertyfamilychurch.net.au. God bless you, and we pray that this sermon recording encourages you and strengthens your faith in Jesus Christ. Good morning, everyone. My name is Stephen. I'm one of the elders at Liberty Family Church, and it is my absolute joy and privilege to be able to share with you this Good Friday morning. I hope you're all doing really well uh, and looking after yourselves in isolation at the moment. How good is Lego? I love Lego. I always have and I'm sure I always will. I hope you enjoyed the Easter story told through Lego this morning as much as I did and I'm sure my kids did as well. During the week I asked the Liberty kids to create some scenes out of Lego and of the Easter story and send through a picture so that we could all enjoy them this morning. So let's have a look at some of them now. Thank you so much, Liberty Kids. You did an amazing job this week, and I think they look fantastic. If you think they look fantastic too, why don't you put a comment in the Facebook chat so we can all appreciate them together. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this Good Friday morning, which really is a significant and special day in the life of the Christian calendar. This morning, as we come together as a church family, I want to ask the question, what makes Good Friday so good? Children, I wonder if you have ever asked your parents this question. And adults, I wonder if you've actually ever asked yourself this question. Well, I have. So let me share with you my answer to this question this morning. But first, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for Good Friday. Thank you that we can come together through technology. Thank you for technology in this time. And God, we just thank you so much that we can share in a a moment together uh, on this special day, this Good Friday morning, as we reflect on what Jesus has done for us. We thank you so much in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Amen. So what makes Good Friday so good? Well, apart from getting the day off so that you can stay home and relax and eat hot cross buns all day, I believe there's a far more significant reason why Good Friday is so good. But in order to answer this question fully, I think I need to tell you the whole story. So listen in as I tell you a really good, actually an incredible story. And it goes like this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Then God made humans, and they lived in perfect relationship with God. Until the humans broke the perfect relationship with God by thinking they could do life better their way rather than God's way. Sin entered the world, and they were to be separated from God 
forever. That is, for eternity. Now you might say, well, that's pretty bad for those humans. But the problem is that it didn't just affect those humans. It affected all humans forever. And that includes you and me. This is because, as the Bible reminds us, no one is righteous, not even one. And all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Unfortunately, again, that includes you and me. Furthermore, the wages of sin is death. This is an eternal death that the Bible speaks about, a separation from God forever. You see, the Bible tells us that when we die here on earth, we start a new eternal life and we will either spend it in a horrible place, a blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, a place known as hell, or we will spend our eternal life in a wonderful place with God where he will wipe every tear from our eyes and there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, a place known as heaven. But unfortunately, those who are not in relationship with God due to their sin will not go to heaven. So we have a problem, don't we? As humans, our relationship with God has been broken due to sin. And we can't actually fix it on our own. Children, have you ever had a problem that you couldn't fix on your own? Maybe you couldn't turn the tap on to wash your hands. Singing happy birthday twice, I'm sure. Or maybe you couldn't figure out your maths homework. Or maybe you just couldn't get the lid off the jam jar. Adults, what about you? Have you ever had a problem that you couldn't fix on your own? I'm sure you have. Maybe you couldn't get the lid off the jam jar. Well, don't worry. The story goes on. Even though there was a problem that we couldn't fix on our own, God was determined to fix the problem for us and not give up on the perfect relationship he once had with the humans he had created. God had a plan. It was an incredible plan too. And so God put this incredible plan, this selfless and sacrificial plan, into motion. God knew that in order to fix the problem of sin, which was driving a wedge between him and the humans, a payment was needed. A perfect sacrifice was required to fix the problem once and for all. Have you ever had to patch up a water pipe that has sprung a leak? You fix it up with tape, don't you? You get it and you wrap the tape round and round and round and round until it stops it for a time. But then eventually the tape gets wet or it gets dirty and it starts to peel and the water starts to seep through it again. It's not a permanent fix, is it? It's like a band-aid fix. God's people had been making sacrificial offerings as payment for their sins for years as a band-aid fix, but not a permanent solution to the problem. 
and God had finally had enough of the Band-Aid fixes. So he decided to send himself in the form of Jesus to fix the problem that we couldn't fix ourselves. Let me read a passage in Hebrews chapter 9 and verses 1 to 15. But when the Messiah arrived, high priest of the superior things of this new covenant, he bypassed the old tent and its trappings in this created world and went straight into heaven's tent, the true holy place, once and for all. He also bypassed the sacrifices consisting of goat and calf blood, instead using his own blood as the price to set us free once for all. If that animal blood and the other rituals of purification was effective in cleaning up certain matters of our religion and behaviour, think how much more the blood of Christ cleans up our whole lives inside and out. Through the Spirit, Christ offered himself as an unblemished sacrifice, freeing us from all those dead-end efforts to make ourselves respectable so that we can live out, live all out for God. God's incredible plan was to send himself in the form of the man, Jesus Christ, to shed his blood, to die a painful death on the cross as the perfect sacrifice that was needed as a payment for sin. This means the problem of sin was now done away with and the relationship between God and the humans, us, was now totally restored. All we have to do is simply believe and accept that Jesus has, what, what Jesus has done for each one of us and our relationship with God will also be restored. This is what makes Good Friday so good. This is why we celebrate the death of Jesus on Good Friday. As it means our relationship with the mighty creator God can be restored for all eternity if we would only believe and, and accept. It may seem a little odd to celebrate a person's death each and every year, like we do. But this was God's incredible plan, played out to perfection for you and me. So it's worth celebrating. The final part of the story today is actually up to you. Have you made the decision to believe in Jesus and accept what he did on the cross? Because he did it for you just as much as he did it for me. God's heart is that everyone would come back into a personal relationship with himself. He would love it if every single person would believe and accept, have a relationship with him and spend eternity in heaven with himself. This is why he put his incredible plan into, into action in the first place. Now, if this is the first time you have heard about Jesus and the incredible sacrifice that he has made for you, I would really encourage you to let it sink in. Take time to understand this truth in your life 
And I would encourage you to make today the day that you believe and accept what Jesus has done for you, forgiving your sins and and restoring the relationship with God himself. To finish up this morning, we are going to share in a time of communion together. So if you need to quickly grab a biscuit and some juice, please go ahead and do that now. And then we're going to watch a short video together. Communion is an opportunity to pause and reflect as we eat and drink some elements that remind us of Jesus' sacrifice for us. Matthew 26 and verses 26 to 28 says this, While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when they had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many and the forgiveness of sins. Please take your communion elements during this video as you reflect on the words that are on the screen, believing and accepting what Jesus has done for each one of you. Good Friday. How can one describe such a day? The wrongdoing of all humanity, putting to an end an innocent man, the Son of God. This is the story of Jesus' death by way of a cross, all in one moment bringing death to the bright light of our future. He never stopped loving us, and yet this is the incredible part of it. Our sin stopped his heart. Our sin drove the nails firmly in the hands of God. All along, these were the plans. We told ourselves that we were in control, and this was deemed sufficient for all of us. The brutal beating, the inhuman flogging, the naked humiliation. Heaven watched and saw it all. Our rebellion, our guilt, our shame, erasing the very notion of reconciling us with God, our sin and our debt, overcoming Jesus. Here is our King, obliterated. The enemy laughing, his plans unstoppable. There's no longer the sound of freedom rising. Now God's people are utterly broken. Behold the chains of mortality. Yes, this is what is true. We had heard the stories of old. The lost are found, the blind can see, the weak are made strong. But now we are witnesses to this reality. God is dead. We'd almost believed there is a way of redemption. There is a life of fulfillment. There is a peace beyond understanding. Now we know better. For us, we can say that God is encapsulated in this one realization. The single greatest sacrifice in human history is finished. How clearly we can see it. So what's so good about Good Friday? 
just one thing, that the blood of Jesus can reverse the curse of sin and raise the dead to life. How clearly we can see it is finished. The single greatest sacrifice in human history encapsulated in this one realization. We can say that God is for us. Now we know better. There is a peace beyond understanding. There is a life of fulfillment. There is a way of redemption. We had almost believed God is dead, but now we are witnesses to this reality. The weak are made strong. The blind can see. The lost are found. We had heard the stories of old. Yes, this is what is true. The chains of mortality utterly broken. Behold, freedom rising. Now God's people are unstoppable. There's no longer the sound of the enemy laughing. His plans obliterated. Here is our King, Jesus, overcoming our sin and our debt, reconciling us with God, erasing the very notion of our rebellion, our guilt, our shame. Heaven watched and saw it all, the naked humiliation, the inhuman flogging, the brutal beating, and this was deemed sufficient for all of us. We told ourselves that we were in control. All along, these were the plans firmly in the hands of God. Our sin drove the nails. Our sin stopped his heart. And yet, this is the incredible part of it. He never stopped loving us. The bright light of our future all in one moment, bringing death to death by way of a cross. This is the story of Jesus, the Son of God, an innocent man putting to an end the wrongdoing of all humanity. How can one describe such a day? Good Friday. pray as we close our time this morning. God, we just thank you so much for your incredible, selfless, sacrificial plan to restore humanity with yourself. Thank you, Jesus, that you were willing to go through the burden, the heartache, the pain, the flogging, God, Jesus, you were, you were willing to die on the cross for each one of us. And for that, we are forever grateful. Lord, we remember what you have done for each one of us on this day. That sin was done away with once and for all through your perfect sacrifice on the cross. Thank you, Jesus, for that. So that we can have an eternal relationship with God the Father in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.